Getting some shitty sounding guitar. Mm, is it, if that's what you can call it. <laughs> is that what you call a snare game. drum? Probably <laughs> doesn't help that it's through my uh, shitty white uh, iPhone headies. Oh, ruthless. Mate, I've got my fucking studio headphones on and these things don't sound any better, let me tell you. How does my voice sound over the um, soothing sounds of Gorgoroth under um, the sign sounds, of hell? Sounds pretty good. What... Okay, so what the fuck are we doing here, for starters? Uh, we just thought it would be nice if we started listening to an album the whole way through whilst podging. So yeah. we can um, just carry on business as usual here on the Claim the Throne Blodgecast. I'm Cabaran, as always, and with Ash. Hello, Cabba. Um, My name's Ash, and we'll just, here, uh, as always, I'm with Cabba. And I'm Ash. And here we are, listening to Gorgoroth. Listen to those vocals. Filth. Oh, they're gone now. No, we thought um, we'll just do, we'll try it out for a little while, and we picked about 10 albums that we thought we should have heard, some classics, some just good names or interesting things that we hadn't really either of us listened to too much. This was on the list, and um, Ash is really good with Microsoft Excel and put them in random, uh, randomise and up popped the first album, Opeth Orchard, and then here we are listening to Gorgoroth, which is slightly shorter yeah is it so for starters is it orchard or is it orchid I think orchid as in the flower yeah it's the flower um, hence the for second starters can we just acknowledge that snare drum it sounds like someone is knocking on the door and the door is made out of one of those drums of ivermectin yeah Pickles would be barking if she could hear this thinking someone's at the front door oh lord yeah, no, cons- consider it acknowledged. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so do you want to know why it took so long to come on and also arrive on the air tonight? Uh, you tell me. Do I? I will. So see this thing in front of me? Uh, chocolate Franger, yep. Yeah. Oh, no, no, what is that? <laughs> so this glass of red wine didn't come easy and it also didn't arrive that easily. Ooh, uh, it didn't have a corkscrew. Okay. So I was taking to it with a screwdriver while you were messaging me to hurry up. Classic Ash style. Oh, I mean, it's Ended not like up my time's down. important or anything. No, no, it's not. And clearly from all the uh, Band Tools episodes you've been putting out recently, <laughs> your uh, flat stick <laughs> and all, all the hornography gigs you've been attending. <laughs> Ouch. I don't, uh, don't think I've ever opened a wine bottle with a screwdriver, but it does sound fucking good. Oh, man. It was does it help hard. the flavour? Uh, yeah, it tastes... Tastes alcoholic. Could yeah. be mouthwash for all I'm concerned. Mm, it looks like the body of Christ. Mm. Sorry, the blood of Christ. Uh, yeah, and also with you. So, first song, what do you think? That was wild, man. I knew... Um, Pretty wild. I've, yeah, a band I've never really listened to for some reason. I like how it's just ruthless again into the second song. Me too. Um, and... Yeah, I actually couldn't really even remember what they sounded like. This is not what I was expecting, to be honest. I thought Mm. they were less grim for some reason. I thought they were a bit more modern melodic. But this is um, is fucking dirty as shit, (laughs) eh? Real good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I believe I've had one album of the week that was Golgoroth, and that really? was um, uh, it's Ad Majorum something. I'll find yeah, out what's yeah. it called. Yeah, Ad Majorum Satanus Glorium, which translates loosely to "I will suck the cock of a young boy." Right. In French, of course. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Speechless, sorry. I guess one of the the points of this activity is just to listen to some stuff and talk about it as we go. So it's Did good. you listen to Orchid? Yeah, not the whole thing, but I've been listening to it a bit lately um, because yeah, a couple of songs have come on shuffle things and... Um, few times I've gone this sounds like Opeth and of course it is and that's just the one album that I never really gave much time to gotcha um, it's a challenging listen I would say oh it, have you listened to Morning Rise much yeah I have listened to Morning Rise a lot so you find was Morning Rise first Morning Rise and Orchid after. the second oh I thought Orchid was first oh really I'm not sure about that okay oh Climbing Throne Roof good possibly <laughs> pretty fucking ruthless oh damn it don't you hate it when you got a 12 month subscription and it comes out of your account and it also leaves your account before you cancel it so you just sign up for another 12 months oh, what's that for um, better homes and gardens magazine yeah pretty much no need fucking Watkins yeah you're right morning rises after awkward that's interesting because I always thought morning rise was way dirtier than Orchid. I think in songwriting context, it's a more pleasurable listen, Morning Rise. The songs okay. sound a bit more um, together, I guess. Um, like Orchid, I just feel like, oh, here's another fucking attempt at a riff, whatever this style of guitaring is. Yeah, okay. Um, I do like it, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, they, yeah it's... It's just a sign of what was to come for that band over the next few albums and also what was on the way. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing start to finish yesterday wow. after we were chatting. Yeah, and how is the noose holding up? Uh, look, the noose is a load-bearing noose, so it did hold the full weight of my body, which is clearly above 95 kilos to anyone who's seen me since we went to America in 2015. Hmm. Um, yeah, man, I think it's pretty cool, but yeah, the songwriting's like pretty all over the shop like you say I'll give it one thing though and that is about a 9.3 out of 10 on the bustle scale for that oh, whole really? album yeah right oh man I didn't actually even consider the bustle there yeah so you've got 73 minutes of music not you know this is supposed to be a Gorgoroth podcast I'm hearing some sort of whingy vocal happening right yeah, now yeah let's l- listen to that for a second I'm digging this man yeah, me too. Missed the whinginess, but um, I love the ruthlessness of the vocal. That reminds me of Managam Habits, Varga and Marduk. Oh, yeah. double kick. <laughs> Merry Christmas, eh? <laughs> I'll wrap up on Orchid. Basically, I, look, the songs are real long, but there's probably, out of every eight-minute song, there's probably a minute of bustle every song. All right. Actually, yeah. funny story in the studio with Al last week and he was saying he asked us he said oh, you know kind of should I know what a bustle is like <laughs> is that a common thing and we said oh I don't know like I guess it's sort of one of the things we do 
And he said, oh, after the end of the episode, it feels like it's something I always should have known about, but wasn't sure if I just missed the boat. But uh, my message to you, Al, is if Cabba tells me now that he's available for December 9th, there will be a second bustle cast, as everyone else except Cabba's on board. Are you on board for that? It's the first thing I've put in my calendar this year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and actually, that reminds me. I put a special note in there of my recommendation for a bustle and oh I probably can't tell you because we're live on air and it's in advance damn it but let me give you a fucking clue no I can't even do that can I Mm. a van clooster or just a normal clue (laughs) the band that we're talking about today and not the one we're listening to Opeth after you've just talked about them having bustles Uh, yep Serenity Painted Death obviously but no, let's no, move no. on. Oh, yeah. really? Interesting. December 9, man. I'm looking forward to the uh, first alert on my phone to tell me to do something. This year. Oh, the <laughs> cool. sudden stop of the ruthless black metal song. Winds. Is it just... It is winds? I that, didn't know if it was traffic or not. No, it's not um, Walcott Street. That's the grim Norwegian winds <laughs> of the forest. <laughs> Um, We've got a few other good Radiant. things on that list too, which I'm really excited about just listening to these albums now. Go, yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about the, um, what's that whole fucking thing of long albums? So long you did that cock. list and on the list, I won't say what the albums are because we'll release them live on air, which mm. will probably actually only be four of them. But the majority of them, man, were over 50 minutes that you put on that list. God, it's crazy. So we've got the first one we pick, Opeth, Awkward, 72 minutes. There's a 73 minutes, 64, 53, 52, and a bunch between 40 and 50 minutes. What was that? Phil Philp? (laughs) What? Oh, What on earth? Oh, wow. Vente Sante Spiritus. Porca Madonna. Oh, well, um, let's just pretend we can't hear this. No, that's yeah, what I, what I was sort of thinking when we were chatting was like, you know, a lot of these albums I'm noticing in the early days are under 44 minutes because that's the length of vinyl. Yeah, right. Which I appreciate. So I think a lot of these filthy bands that had limited releases, yeah, just aimed, fuck it, let's get vinyl out. Mm. Whereas these other albums, you know, one of them on there is like 58 minutes and it's just utter shit, I reckon. Mm. I, I'm almost looking forward to not listen to it if I can get it off the list somehow, but... Yeah, right. You know... Um. You were saying, I don't know why we've never listened to these top 10 before. I think some of it is you're precluded by just how long you're going to have to endure it. Opeth included. I guess the the stereotypical listener these days doesn't have 78 minutes to sit down and listen to a tune. And I don't know, going for a drive, going for a walk, like maybe I can listen to a Moon Sorrow song if I'm lucky. But I don't know, a lot of the time you... I almost feel like I'm putting on music these days to find something new to listen to. Bit hard to go through that 70 minutes. Oh, yuck. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, interesting nonetheless. I'll be looking out for newer albums that are really long and also 
go for a while. What about short ones, though? Well, I've got it tucked away in the jock at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah, something I haven't thought about for a while, I guess. Look, I'm just album. about to put out and also release an album that's about 15 minutes long. And it's probably not long enough, probably closer to an extended play, a.k.a. an EP, a.k.a. cheap beer and $2 thongs. But, you know, I don't see anything wrong with a shorter album, shorter songs. Like, I'm about you to know, if the, the content's same. good. Yeah, yours are longer than that, though. And um, your song length is pretty decent as well. Do you think our husbands drink? Hey, what's going on with you, Cabot? You know I haven't seen you in a few weeks, eh? Hey? Yeah, it feels like that. I feel like I've had a few albums for the week that I haven't got to discuss with you. You uh, want to chat about them? Uh, to it depends Gal. if you want to get the rundown of how many times I've listened to the last quarter of the Wildcats versus the Breakers in the weekend. But by listening, friend of friend of the show, and he's going to love me bringing this up, Stuart McGill. Oh, yeah. He did message me. And I did promise him that it was the album intro, so we've probably heard it already if you're just tuning in now. <laughs> he was disappointed that the last podge we were talking, you were talking about the Wildcats and we didn't play the Perth Wildcats rap songs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, do you remember do. those? Hey, of course. Yeah, you sung, started seeing one. Did I? Live on I, air. I yeah. doubt that I did. Anyway, um, he sent me a YouTube link to him and i got to say... Oh, the shorts. Man... Guess who's coming? We're coming. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the wording of those things. It's great. Ash has gone back in time, made that video for the Wildcats. <laughs> Come back forward in time and also returns to the present. Fucking laughing. Real good. Anyway, I won't continue the conversation Stu and I had, but let's just say it ended up talking about Tiny Pinder. So... What else has been on the horizons? You went down south on the weekend? I did. I went to Albany for a couple of nights. Saw Mitchell Large. Oh, yeah. How's uh, he? Yeah, fine. Usual. Largey like Tall. T- yeah, quite tall. Towering. Um, fairly strikingly handsome, I've got to say. <laughs> Where'd you see him? At the White Star Pub. Yes, of course We went did. to watch um, Alex Williamson stand up at the Entertainment Centre. Yeah. Um, which is quite amusing, but only goes for an hour when you go to a comedy show. So we're out of there and the whole night ahead of us. So cross the old road, go to the pubs, drank some Wilsons, and can't concentrate Please. with all this gal going on. <laughs> uh, and that was about it. But yeah, I did drink a lot of white Russians the previous night, so I was extremely hungover and still am now a week later. That could be because it's been another weekend of drinking. Went um, indoor <laughs> skydiving yesterday. No, day before. Oh, how was no, that? yesterday. Yesterday. All things. I don't know. Whatever. Like Great Eastern Highway. Yeah, that thing. Hmm. I fly. So you just like jump into a tube wind turbine thing, uh, all dressed up, and yeah, the wind just blows at your cock, and you try and <laughs> balance a bit. Why? Uh, Tim Roth's 70th birthday present. Ah, uh, okay. We so you had a whole weekend of the Roth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very Roth-like this weekend. Uh, yeah, the previous weekend, which I probably should bring up, is this album over or what? No, it's up to 
prostate adidalium. And then now it's into undergang. Uh, yeah, we've spent some time in the studio with Al doing some stuff that will be played live on the podge soon enough. Uh, interesting session, a lot of fun, a lot of chin wagging, let's just say that. Um, best drum, raw drum recording ever. No. Shit a brick. Shit a brick. Was great, man. Yeah. Real cool. Tracked eight, we're not going to call them songs, but tracked eight songs on drums, eight songs on rhythm guitar, and four songs on vocals. And then throughout this, I pretty much didn't do anything for a week after that. I was pretty burnt out on writing the damn things and playing so much. But yeah, sort of done some bass, lead guitars, the extra vocals already. I've just got to fix up a couple of bass things and pull out a fucking synthesizer from that cupboard right there. And yeah, we'll by Sunday, I'd say I'd be sending tracks to Al to mix and master. So, pretty Quite successful, it. man. They, you're happy with how they've turned out thus far? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because usually I'd just sit on something for months and months, possibly years. And also um, leave something there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to just have like a quick little project that really only, we talked about maybe six weeks ago, started doing stuff on two weeks after that and two weeks later we're in the bloody studio so and now it's almost done it's a it's a great feeling so yeah yeah um you know one of the reasons oh when i tweeted like exactly the same thing that you had just tweeted to andy i was drunk at the time (laughs) obviously and i couldn't even figure out how to reply to a tweet because i haven't used twitter that much um nonetheless had just listened to that episode of brad which I quite enjoyed. But I liked how he was saying, um, yeah, his wife was sort of telling him there's no, there was no urgency to his idea and everything. So mm-hmm, she was just mm-hmm. like, get a fucking move on, you know? So he did, and then it, it just happened. So I guess, yeah, I related to that a bit with music as well. Um, yeah, it's quite easy to sit on something and also wait on something for a while. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're enjoying yourself sitting on it, then cool, but... Most people just want it over and come really quickly. Straight See, I would have shot. said, naturally, I would have said over and come with, but you oh, yeah. took it the next step further and blatantly said that <laughs> you just want to come quickly. Um, well, at least you can come, Cabba. On to the next discussion. Um, <laughs> hey, back to Stu McGill. Um, Speaking and, of coming. And me releasing um, prolific... Amounts of episodes of Band Tools at the moment. And also... He's also done exactly the same with Advantage and life in general, it would seem. Uh, Normally, someone who is blowing in your face constantly and currently haven't heard much from him in a while. So, Stu, if you're out Mm. there, make some fucking noise! Uh, Cabba. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Hmm. Are we jamming this weekend? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If we are, it's going to be later. It's going to be more like... Oh, oh. no. Same time, actually. Oh. You got stuff on? Oh, just Friday night. Usual. Oh, so you're going to be hungover, a.k.a. can't do your project the next day. I'll, I'll should be right, man. I'll, oh. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> 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 All 
Um, I have done zero practice. So I was hoping, okay. I was just goading you into saying no just then. So I was like, yeah. no, I'll, could um, rip on you. I'll practice probably after this podge and tomorrow. It should be sweet. Cool. Yeah, so I won't be sweet, but I'll come and also arrive at your house on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll jam it like one last time. And then we'll just organize the fucking drum recording. Because in the words of not me, hurry the fuck up. Yeah, right. Do you Don't have you any... reckon? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like that trying to organize jams with other band members. Yeah. Also Let's talk just about get this episode. going, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, no more fucking around. Yeah. Uh, did you learn a few things in the studio? I believe I did. The, the real value for me working with Al is just being able to, seriously, being able to chinwag and all these things that have been just coiled up in my brain get to actually try them out. And we, you know, we went through a few different ideas with overheads and stuff and it, it worked out pretty cool and I felt I learned something, but it's more just the satisfaction of just getting a sound that you've been chasing for fucking years. By the way, that mini kick Oh, what yeah, yeah. It, it was well. all over Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> that thing was so good. I just knew it because we'd been jamming with it for so long. With the Claim of Thrones stuff, jamming, it just sounded so good. And yeah. I did some reading about, you know, sub kicks. And a f- I did a bunch of research before we went in the studio. And a lot of people were saying that smaller kick drums have, like, more reasonable Can you hear these end. vocals, man? I can. Oh. You getting sick of them? Ryan Allen? Off chain, yeah, pretty much. And what did Smithy think of the drum kit? Smithy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Smithy probably liked it, I guess. I don't know. And what about Smithy the kit? Smithy also did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alan Smith. Man, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking Ryan Smith. No, Smithy, I don't care about Smithy. him. Smithy? Oh. <laughs> He's busy doing the um, doing my dirty work for me at Hornography. Smithy, we'll get to that. Smithy, that's hilarious. So, Al, you're now called Smithy, apparently. <laughs> um, man, he quite enjoyed it. It was like the perfect... Look, it takes years of recording to figure out, like, okay, this snare didn't work. This one worked this time. The kick worked. The cymbals were great because they're dark and not too shimmery and bright and stuff. The sticks, I use thicker sticks than I've used ever on a recording. That helped out. Just all these kind of things, man. Yeah, it went really good. Keen to hear how the whole thing turns out. Dialed in some sort of a tone with my offsider TJ Bustle stuff was <laughs> just eyes dragging out of his own skull at how fat it sounded. And the way that we tracked it came out really grindy and mid-rangey. And yeah, we've been tracking vocals this week. And every time, Bustle stuff is like, man, this tone's pretty fucking good, I. Yeah. Yeah. It's real cool, man. I can cool, imagine man. it. I can imagine it. Yeah. It's quite exciting. So, it's it's actually prompted me to put more on my plate. But as soon as we finish this stuff, Harvest Trail, Elderflower, Spherical, all this fucking shit, get it out of the way. Oh, Roy's tracking bass at the moment, by the way. Very good. Yeah. So... Anyway, move on. Hornography. Didn't go, was a recording. How was it? Uh, Didn't go, was at the 70th birthday party. Yeah. 
but I think it was it went well. There was a battle jacket competition, uh, which sounded like it went well. Quite good vibes. And yeah, nine foot played with a drum machine, which I imagine would have been really good. Bloody How did it go? I wasn't there, but I imagine it was really oh, good. Man, I would have loved to see that. What an idiot! Same. On. It was a lineup not to be missed, but we both missed it. Bloody Poop dressed up in um, poo emoji onesies and had a giant poo emoji on the projector screen. Oh, man. Fuck Ed's, eh? Real good. Uh, Cold Fate played with one guitarist, Cam only. And, yeah, that was it. Really? I'm just actually going through the photos now as supplied by one Shadow World Photography trying to upload the entire lot to the website and then pick out a pick of the bunch for the Facebook uh, page. And it's what always fun to upload. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. I essentially was the drummer for Nine Foot because I supplied two little RCA to quarter inch adapters for Paulie. Put them in his letterbox. Um, haven't heard from him, so I'm glad to know that they worked and the yeah. gig went well. Uh, from um, all reports, it sounded like they were really good. So, Drew, if you're listening, watch out. Yeah, yeah, watch out. iPod is here. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking to those dudes a lot, hopefully they're ready to do some stuff when my wife goes to Europe in fucking January for two weeks. I'll be able to be doing some knife for recording. Finish the album, fellas. And the rest. <laughs> yeah. But by then, hey, even Harvest Trail stuff, if it hasn't happened by then, it'll be fucking happening then, dude, because I'll have not know what to do with myself. Yeah. All right. Very good. Consider mm. it a thing. So, she'll be away over New Year's? No, 6th of Jan. 6th of Jan. We'll be yeah, in Albany for uh, New Year's Eve, if you're interested. Really? We'll be in Mount Barker a couple of days before oh. that, so... Could Dark, work out. Dicey will be there. In Albany? Yeah. No We're shit. Going to go to a uh, secluded beach for the day. Okay. Suck each other's prostates. <laughs> what else is neat? <laughs> Besides the outro to this, sounds like Tourette's by Nirvana. <laughs> the final song, which is three minutes and nine seconds long, is called The Devil Is Calling. Has the devil called you throughout this listening at all? Um, hang on, let me just ask my arsehole. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Well, we can definitely tell you haven't been hanging out with Father Adrian Van Kloester any time <laughs> recently. So how does this nice. Gorgoroth compare to the newer Gorgoroth? Uh, the other one was definitely more production. Mm. And by the other one, I mean that Ad Majorum Dan Sathanus or whatever. Yep. Is the only other one I've ever listened to. And I don't even know what made me even listen to that. Probably Google searched Metal Storm best black metal albums of all time and picked that <laughs> once. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose speaking of albums of the week, by the way, I'm going to completely ignore this album. Started off pretty high on it, finishing off pretty sick of it. Yeah. Um, one Razor Ray sent me an album called... It's not Between Life and Die. That's it. It's by a band called Cowan, I guess. Edith Cowan. K-A-U-A-N. And the album is called Sawney 
nigh or okay. nah or nah. And 2015, it's kind of... <sighs> some sort of proggy metal, maybe shades of Agaloc, shades of ambient stuff, shades of... Uh, fuck, what did it remind me of? Corn at one point actually in it. Not really, but the riff, there was a new metal riff in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, man. Worth a listen. Definitely worth a listen. It does ring it's a about, bell. Yeah, it's about this Dilatov or Dyatlov pass occurrence where a bunch of Russian hikers in the 50s went out to do some, you know, basically their scout badge that um, passed the test of stringing up oneself with a noose and the next thing was learning how to hike. They went out there and then they all died. And when people went to investigate them, they found that like the tent was ripped open from the inside. Everyone ran out with no clothes and had like blunt force trauma. (laughs) No, not the famous birth band. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they had these suspicious sort of causes of death, but no reason for the death, like no avalanche, whatever. So they people are saying like maybe the KGB gunned them down or something or not gunned them down killed them or a yeti or a fucking the the cause of death officially which doesn't sound that official was something something like unknown forces or or unnamed forces wow anyway so not the LucasArts game Dark Forces on PC pretty fucking good classic Uh, it is a metal album Anyway, it turns out a fair few bands have used this. There was actually a band in Perth called Dilatov for a while. Maybe that's what that's about, but there's also a few bands who have done some music, listened yep. to a podcast, made me real angry about it. Shittest podcast I've ever listened to. But uh, the album itself was pretty good. Hmm. Sent right. it to two of my friends. They are currently completely blowing dust over the thing. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, check it out. Keen as it been, I will. Yeah. I've had um, Shilma Gogner. Okay, of course, sleep. The album Transients. Uh, and How do you spell Shilma Gogner? Shilma Gogner. <laughs> S-H-Y-L-M-A-G-H-O-G-A-R or something. I have actually seen the name before. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have yeah. a bit of... Winter sunness and a bit of dissection, perhaps thrown yep. in there together, but without being as spectacular as either of those bands. But there's some riffs, there's some cool vocals, there is several instrumental tracks, like heavy instrumentals, that are really cool. Uh, you you might think the recording is a bit digitalized or some crap, I don't know. But anyway, it's been entertaining me. Yep, I do think that because. That was another recommendation from Razor Ray to me quite a while ago. Okay. Yeah. So, listened to it, thought it was cool, also thought it sounded digital and... Yeah. It's a two-man project, a bedroom fucking thing. So, I guess they're... Oh, actually, there's a bit of summoning feel to it, to be honest, I found. Just not so slow and brooding. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I think it's pretty good. I sort of felt it was like Bellacore of the Future or something like that. Yeah, perhaps. Um, yeah, Shilma Gagnon. 
hilarious. <laughs> Man, I really want to pick Sleet's brain and also ask him about a few things to do with... Our, oh, fuck this. So, Bargains with Ash? Yeah. For the first time in a while? Yeah. I was looking up some utter horse shit on Gumtree, or Goomtree as it's called, and... Early 90s Samic acoustic guitar, $20. <laughs> instantly message, instantly message. Friend of mine, um, love to say his name because he's really funny, but no, I can't. Cruised up to me, he's like, what's going on? I said, oh, I've just asked some prick. Can I go over to your house and pick up your $20 guitar? No response, man. I'm sure that people absolutely fucking nail that person and also hit them up for guitars I was trying to find the ad for it and I found this like so I was searching on Gumtree for it I found another guitar the electric guitar version same era same whatever Strat copy $60 same thing went to look at it later gone man I reckon Gumtree every day has some crazy shit on there album's finished by the way Uh, yeah my um my iTunes has just gone on to Guttermouth, which is the complete opposite uh, style of music there. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. So maybe play one of those songs you were just crapping on about um, a bit earlier as a uh, album of the week song once The Wildcats Rap. The Wildcats Rap, yeah. Uh, I could play Crest of a Knave, of course. <coughs> wow, um, other Jethro. Th- other things I've listened to this week was Where Lo- No Life Dwells by Unleashed. Oh. That was spawned by... One conversation with Cabba last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also listened to Terrestrials, which is an al- a live album by Sano and Olva. Yeah, right. That was Fuck, pretty interesting. Had a busy week, eh? Oh, just fucking whatever. <laughs> um, also listened to a little bit of The Haunted Made Me Do It, just for my friend Cabba. I sent you that message about the drums. Like, I don't think I'm going to turn into George Coleus in the next five minutes. So maybe I'm going to take inspiration from The Haunted Made Me Do It. Mm. Um, please send me the downloaded tracks with guitar only, which I've just remembered I haven't downloaded at all. Mm. So I'll try to do that now and see if it hasn't expired yet, which I'm sure it has because I'm a fuckwit. Um, yeah, among other things, of course, the classics, Dissection, Rain, Chaos, Bruce Springsteen, Darkness on the Edge of Town, um, and also Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which... Mm is still the best sounding album of all time. <laughs> How about you? Anything else besides fucking Peppered You that you listened to this week? Oh, man, I think that was probably about it. Um, we did say Bellacore before. I've been having Stone's Reach on a couple of times. It's been enjoyable. Oof. Thoroughly enjoyable, actually, I've got to say. Yeah, so how's the underwear situation going? Oh, yeah, all out. Well, some have holes. Best song on that? <clears throat> I still like From Scythe to Scepter. Oh, um, the intro to that is just mm, give me a noose the and chorus, give me some tissues. Specifically, the lyric, Emperor, your sword is useless. The delivery in that line gives me the, uh, how you Proverbial say, wood. throbbing cock. <laughs> Man, that is one hell of a song. I mm. do know in whenever 2015 when we toured with them every night. Hey, George, so do you guys think you're going to play Scythe Scepter tonight? Different tuning t- to every other song on the album, I thought. Is it? Yeah, I think it might have been dropped or something. I think all of their songs are in dropped. Or maybe that's not. 
or whatever the opposites of what everything else is. Interesting. Man, that is one ripper know. of a song. I would love to finish the this podcast with that song. Of course you would. Can we? You can do whatever you want. Yes. Absolutely. That's the, uh, the show. benefit of having your own show and not giving a fuck what anyone else thinks. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool. The end? Sounds like we should end there. <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll chat again soon because we've got a lot of uh, classic albums to get through. Unless anyone contacts us and says they didn't really like having an album on throughout the podcast, in which case we'll do whatever our fans want. Yeah, which is to not listen to them and definitely do it the week after. It's like when the priest talks <laughs> to the child and the child says they don't really want the body of Christ. <laughs>